Hello and welcome to the Gimme More Gingy podcast. I'm your host, Gingy, and I've always lived my life outside of the social norms. With that being said, here I will share unmasked stories of my own as we explore ideas surrounding wellness, personal development, spirituality, sexuality, and so much more. All aimed at the objective in helping you align and honor your authentic self to explore different viewpoints and most importantly, to continue growing together. Live. Yes, we are live. Hello, hello. It is your girl, Gingy, and welcome back to another episode of Gimme More Gingy. I am so excited because next week is Thanksgiving, which means I get to wear my stretchy pants, enjoy all the foods, take a nap, and then go back for some seconds. I'm a huge foodie, so a day where I can enjoy many different tasting foods brings so much excitement to me. There's also just something so nostalgic about Thanksgiving food that reminds me of my childhood, and it's just very comforting. With that being said, though, there was actually a point in my life where I dreaded Thanksgiving because I used to not be able to control myself when it came to portions and would overeat, leaving me so stuffed, ready to pop at any moment. I would also end up feeling so regretful for eating so much. If we're being honest here, I've never had the best relationship with food. I didn't always understand how certain foods affect our body, understand portion sizes, how food can feel our body, or how it actually can heal us. I used to just eat when I got the feeling of hunger or when I was bored, and I would usually eat until I was extremely stuffed. Literally every time I ate, I ate as if it was my first time eating in forever. Eating's just always been very comforting to me. Last week, I told you how I got introduced to the bodybuilding world and what it's like to compete. This week, I'm ready to open up and share the main reason I decided to dive into competing. Yes, of course, I wanted to look my best, but really, I wanted to gain a better understanding of my relationship around food and how to build healthy eating habits. It's taken a lot of time and a lot of work to finally get to the point in which I'm currently at. So let's hop right into it so I can explain how I got here and what it took. I grew up in the Midwest and had a lot of family in the South, which means butter, sugar, and salt were the three main ingredients in everything we ate, and starchy carbs were our best friends. Going to my grandma's house was always my favorite because she's always been the cook and the baker in the family, and I always know every time I was going over there that I would be eating some yummy foods. The holidays were also my absolute favorite at her house because it's when our whole family got together and there was always a plethora of desserts, all home-baked by her. She even let me be her sous chef a lot of the time, which initiated my love for cooking. My mother, on the other hand, has never had like this huge enthusiasm around food, and with being a single parent, her only concern was to provide and take care of me to the best of her ability. With that being said, her knowledge around food has never been strong, so she's always just done what she thought was best. This resulted in me eating a lot of processed food growing up, including noodles out of the bag, Little Debbie desserts, microwavable meals, Eggo waffles, you name it, I most likely ate it. Oh, and fast food has always been a part of my life. I mean, I get it. For a single mother, it was quick and easy. Now, before I get in trouble, I do have to mention that while growing up, my mom definitely did cook for myself and there was a lot of homemade meals made by her, but it was never on a regular basis and at the end of the day, the meals were never balanced properly. Up until high school, my bad eating habits 
only got worse, especially once I started driving myself. Due to my home situation, a lot of the time I had to depend on myself, so I did what I thought was best and I ate a lot of fast food. Or I ate what we had in the fridge, which was usually just a bunch of processed food. McDonald's was my best friend. My go-to was always a 10-piece McNugget, make it a large with a Sprite. I hate admitting this, but I got to a point where I was eating McDonald's three times a day. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, and sometimes dessert. As a result of not understanding proper nutrition, I always struggled in silence about my appearance. I remember constantly hating the way I looked. I would stand in front of the mirror, just poking, pinching, squeezing my body. My love handles, my belly, my thighs. Honestly, to this day, I can still vividly remember how much I hated my love handles, and I would just squeeze them so tight and just imagine getting surgery to cut them off. As a female growing up in the world and constantly being marketed to have this picture-perfect body, I fell into doing a lot of extreme diets. At the time, I thought this was the only way to get that picture-perfect body I wished so much for. I remember doing this one where you could only drink this certain concoction for like three days straight and nothing else, and by the end of it, I was marketed that I would have this perfectly flat stomach. The cocktail was warm water, lemon, Cajun powder, and maple syrup. Let's just say, I only made it six hours, and by then I got so lightheaded and dizzy that I ended up saying just fuck it and started stuffing my face with food to make myself feel better. I feel like I was always trying some extreme crazy diet just like this in hopes that it would help me achieve the picture-perfect body I saw in all the magazines. Sadly, I could never finish them, resulting in me feeling worse about myself. It was an ugly cycle. Towards the end of my high school years and beginning of my college years, I was in a relationship with a guy who was a huge gym goer and who ate very, very clean. As you learned in the last episode, he is the one who kickstarted my fitness journey. He was also the person who got me to start questioning my eating habits. He would prepare his meals in advance, and his meals consisted of like plain rice, vegetables, and chicken. He ate so differently from me, which got me very intrigued. Now, I didn't just hop on board and follow his ways. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was still way too obsessed with McDonald's and definitely was not ready to give that up. However, I did observe and slowly, and I mean very freaking slowly, start to try quote-unquote healthier foods that he suggested. Super funny story, but he used to eat oatmeal for breakfast, and I always hated oatmeal at the time because my mom didn't like it, and I usually just followed her, but we also just never had it in the household, so I never really tried it, and then it was also like a texture thing. But I remember I was like, you know what, I'm going to try oatmeal. He does it, it's healthy, I'm going to do it. So I went to the grocery store and I got the Quaker Oats, like microwavable oatmeal packs, and I got the strawberries and cream. I brought it home. I cooked it. I put one bite in my mouth and I immediately like threw it all up. I just, I could not do it. It was a weird texture. It was just so foreign to me. And what's really funny is that now I have oatmeal every single day. Like it is a staple in my lifestyle food plan. I honestly, I can't imagine like not eating it every day. It's just funny like how times have changed. But honestly, huge shout out to that boyfriend because he truly was the one who opened my eyes to better eating habits. Sadly, our relationship ended, but I continue educating myself on the foods that were healthier for me. At the time, I was getting all my information from Google and was just copying meal plans I had found online. At the time, I didn't understand the math it takes to figure out what amounts were appropriate for my body. 
After a while of trying things on my own, I wasn't satisfied with my progress and I wanted more, which led me to discovering the world of bodybuilding to then hiring my coaches to guide me through my first bikini bodybuilding competition. I was so excited because I knew I was finally going to obtain the perfect looking body I saw in the magazines. I wasn't going to have to wish anymore. It was going to be my reality. Going into everything, I knew it was going to be hard. I knew I was going to have to change a lot about myself in order to get the look I desired for. I knew I was going to finally have to say goodbye to all fast food and all processed food. I knew I was going to have to start eating foods I had never eaten before. But I was ready to start eating healthier. I was ready to like the reflection I saw in the mirror. I was ready for change. As I have mentioned before and will continue to mention, competing is an extreme. In order to be competitive, you have to do a lot of things that most people won't. You have to do everything at an extreme level. When you are prepping for a bodybuilding show, you have to eat at a huge caloric deficit. But this is not healthy and this is not something that's suitable for long durations of time. The day finally came and I got my first ever meal plan. I was so excited. This was the start of me achieving my perfect body. As I was looking over it, I started to freak out. There was spinach. I had never had spinach before, especially not cooked spinach. I also thought, what the fuck is ground turkey? I had only ever heard about ground beef at the time, so I was just like, "Mm, maybe this is a typo. And brown rice? Who eats brown rice? Where's the white rice? And where's the dessert? Also, everything had to be measured and weighed out to a T. I had to go buy a food scale. I didn't even know that they made scales for food. Over the 12 weeks, I had to make a lot of adjustments that were very challenging. I had to start thinking about all my meals in advance rather than just thinking about what to eat when I felt hungry. I had to remember to weigh out everything, ensuring I was eating the correct portions. I had to start cooking my food days in advance to save time and energy. I had to learn how to prepare for the future by thinking about where I was going to be during each mealtime so that I could prepackage and bring along the meals that I needed with me. I had to learn to keep an eye out on my food so that when things started to get low, I could go to the grocery store before they ran out. I had to learn how to get very creative with my meals, learning how to season and make plain food taste tasty. I'm not going to lie, my first prep was extremely fucking hard. Everything I just mentioned took so much trial and error before actually becoming habits. As the weeks passed, getting closer and closer to my show, the portions on my meal plan got smaller and smaller. As a result, I got hungrier and hungrier. I would constantly think about all the foods I couldn't have. I would even browse on Instagram and Pinterest for hours, and I mean hours, looking through the hashtag of food porn, just drooling at every picture and video that came across my phone. As I would do that, I would imagine what the food smelled like and tasted like. I couldn't wait until my prep was over so I could go back to enjoying all the foods with no restrictions. I'm sure you can guess what happened next. I was two weeks out from my show and I was starving. I was only eating around 800 calories a day and exercising at least four hours each day. Again, this is not healthy and you should never eat this low of calories. But I finally caved and I cheated. I needed food. I don't remember exactly what I ate when I cheated this time, but I know it was a lot and I immediately felt so much regret. I couldn't stop crying as I knew I just ruined everything I'd been working so hard towards. I did end up telling my coaches, which was extremely fucking scary to do, and I got hit with a lot of disappointment, but I did what I did and I had to just continue on. 
Honestly, looking back on everything, my first prep was way too extreme. And I know if I was given like a proper refeed meal, I would have been fine and it probably would have just benefited me. But I was very naive at this time and you live and learn. My competition day came and I did very well for my first competition, placing first in novice and second in open. After finals, all I could think about was all the food I was going to stuff with my face. I had been looking forward to this moment for weeks and I did just exactly that. Following the show, I went to BJ's, and for the next three days, I went to all the dessert places I had bookmarked in my Yelp. Also, the day before my show, I had gone out and bought all the sweets I had been craving, just to be waiting for me once I got home from my show. The days following my show, I ate and ate. Let's just say I couldn't stop eating. Something I learned later on, and I don't know the exact scientific explanation, but when you're prepping, you're eliminating a lot of nutrients that your body needs such as salt, fat, and sugar. You're also starving yourself to a certain level. So once you reintroduce yourself to foods that have higher fat, sugar, and salt, your body sends a signal to your brain to alert it to continue eating because your body doesn't know if you're going to go back to starving itself and it wants to get in as much food as it can to store it. This is why a lot of competitors fall into binge eating and blow up after a show. It's the side of competing a lot of people don't like talking about. And I have a dark secret of my own. After my show, I couldn't stop eating. I craved sugar and salt all the time. I would literally black out and drive from place to place getting donuts, fries, froyo, and anything I was craving at that moment. I would drive to grocery stores to look through the bakery section and to fast food places so that I could go through the drive through eliminating myself from running into anyone I knew. I would hit three to four places and then sit in my car in the middle of a parking lot and stuff myself with everything I just got. By the time I was done, I would come to realization what I had just done and I would instantly feel so much regret and shame. I would sit there in utter disgust thinking about all the calories I just inhaled. I would feel so gross because I could barely breathe from being so full. I mean, I was supposed to be this fitness girl and I was just stuffing myself with food. I would always end up crying and giving myself a pep talk on how I wouldn't allow myself to do this anymore and I was going to have to put in more hours of cardio to take back everything I had just done. Sadly, this happened a lot and it became a regular cycle. I hid all of this from friends and families and just dealt with it by myself. No one ever knew about this until way later on. I wanted to continue with competing, but there was just no way. I needed to heal my relationship around food. I was about to turn 21 and I just got accepted into Cal State Long Beach where I wanted to join a sorority and have that quote-unquote college experience. I did just that and I really enjoyed myself to the fullest. I tried to incorporate balance, but I don't think I did a very good job at it. After two years of me graduating, I decided to get back into competing. I wasn't happy with my body and I was so over partying. And I also wanted to see what my experience would be like this time around, as I knew I had more knowledge going into everything, and my boyfriend at the time was also a competitive bodybuilder. I decided to go with a different coach this time, which was the best decision I could have made. This time around, I knew what to expect. I was way more prepared. I had more of an understanding. The habits in which I needed to succeed, I was already doing. I just needed to strengthen them. My coach followed a quote-unquote 
bro diet style rather than macro counting for her meal plans, which I loved because it makes things so much easier to follow in my opinion. I was also eating way more this time around. I mean, I wasn't eating a ton, but let's just say I never went under a thousand calories with the only exception of peak week. I also got quote unquote refilled refeed meals, which helped me in so many ways. She took the time to explain things to me so that I understood why she made the changes that she did. And she also took the time to listen to me, which was so different from my last coach. I ended up doing three shows with her, which was pretty much back to back over a year span. My first show, I didn't cheat one time and I came in looking my absolute best. After the show, though, I sadly didn't have the best relationship with food and I fell back into my toxic eating cycle for a while. This time, I did get out of it faster with her help and guidance and went on to prep for my second show. I'm not going to lie, though. I did end up cheating that prep and I didn't look my best. My third show was nationals and I knew I needed to do my very best and not cheat at all. However, my body was so ran down by this time. And I was at my breaking point and I didn't have the best mindset for my last show. I should have not continued, but I was in the bodybuilding black hole, if you know, you know, and I continued on. During my last prep, I cheated here and there, but it wasn't too bad. Luckily, I was living with my then boyfriend, which helped me not cheat as much as I wanted to. And it was also kind of nice just having someone know exactly what I was going through. When I was two weeks out from the national show, I told myself I wouldn't and I couldn't cheat anymore. I held myself to that promise and I ended up placing 10th at nationals, which was and still is a huge win in my books. Once I walked off stage, I knew I was ready to hang up the heels for good. I wanted to live a normal life of not having so many restrictions around food. Competing helped me gain an awareness of my relationship around food, but Because I took such an extreme route, it also added to my unhealthy relationship around food. I'm thankful I gained the knowledge of understanding the fundamentals of food, but I was ready to take what I had learned and apply it to a normal lifestyle. For a long time after my last competition, my relationship around food wasn't healthy. I didn't do a reverse diet because I was just so over having restrictions. I just wanted to eat what I wanted to eat. I fell back into my toxic cycle of blacking out and stuffing my face. For about a year, I wanted nothing to do with meal planning, and I also got into partying a lot, which didn't help. Some days I was good, other days I wasn't. I was constantly yo-yoing, and I got thick. So much so, I started calling myself thickums to make myself feel better about the insecurity. I finally got to the point where I was ready to clean my act up and truly make a life change. I was ready to implement what I had learned from bodybuilding and make it into a lifestyle, not a diet. I started to read more about food to understand the healing properties of different foods. I read The Idiot's Guide for Ayurveda, written by Sahara Rose, which I recommend to anyone and everyone who is seeking balance when it comes to health. Quoted from the book, Ayurveda is a medical science deeply focused on healing and maintaining the equality and longevity of life. To this day, I still look through the book to refresh my memory every now and then and still continue to learn something new every time. I also took the time to really dive deep to understand my relationship around food. Why was eating so comforting to me? Why was I so obsessed with eating desserts? A lot of it I realized stemmed from childhood. 
Eating for me actually became a coping mechanism that I inhabited while growing up. I had to go back and heal the broken little girl and rewrite the stories I once told myself. Since putting in the time and the work, I now have the healthiest relationship around food. I don't ever black out and drive around to a bunch of places to then sit in the middle of a parking lot to eat. I never overeat until I can't move. I eat until I'm satisfied. I have taken the time to figure out the foods I really enjoy and the ones that I can eat over and over again without getting sick of them. I honor my body by eating whole foods, but don't get me wrong, I definitely enjoy myself when I get a craving. To this day, I still meal prep, and I still weigh out a lot of my food. It makes life just so much easier, it helps me save money, and I personally love and really enjoy cooking for myself. It's also nice knowing every ingredient I put inside my body. Truthfully, what has really stuck with me from my days of competing is having routine and simplicity. To this day, I eat the same thing pretty much every single day with the exception of when I choose to go out and eat or when something comes up. The number one principle I have learned when it comes to the longevity of healthy eating habits is that I have made it a lifestyle and not a diet. A diet consists of temporary eating habits while a lifestyle adapts long-term eating habits which promote long-term health. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. I appreciate you making it to the end. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and if you're feeling inclined, leave a honest feedback so that I can understand where I'm at and how I can improve and that you're enjoying the episodes. I appreciate you so much. Gingy out. Gingy out.